Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? Are you out there? Are you listening? Coming to you live from behind enemy lines of Chirac, Illinois. What's good, fam? Good to see you guys out there today. Happy Tuesday, the 17th. Hope all is well. Hope you guys are enjoying your day today. It's uh, kind of a quiet news day today. Um, in general, there's some things out there that are interesting. Uh, I got some cool stuff for you guys. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm absolutely infatuated with with SpaceX. I don't there like this this community has done so much research into space and stuff that like it's become everything's become jaded. You know what I mean? You can't enjoy music, you can't enjoy uh, sports, you can't enjoy movies, you can't enjoy the the thought of um, exploration into outer space. I've been infatuated with the idea of exploration exploration in outer space since I was a kid. So whether you like it or not, we're going to talk a little bit about SpaceX, rocket technology, the future of rocket technology, and then also the future of energy on this in this planet. So uh, that's kind of a, just a quick, it won't take us long to get through all that, but I want to watch the uh, SpaceX launch real quick, and then I'm going to talk a little bit while that's going about uh, what the project is and what they launched, because it was a... Space Force launch. So I want to talk a little bit about that today. That's what I'm going to fit it into the discussion. It's Space Force. Come on. You know, we got we got to talk about Space Force, don't we? So I got that in today. Um, Biden's tax returns have been in the news. Um, I have them and we will talk about them. That's in the mix today. Uh, there is a, a conglomeration of January 6th videos and um, taken or, or piled together as they were posted. Um, I want to go through them and I'm just going to spend as long as it takes to go through them. So that's the main part of the show today is we're going to spend probably almost an hour going through January 6th videos. I want to go through them and see what I can find in there. So that's the big part of what I got for today as well. Um, there's also, let's see, besides the January 6th stuff, the tax returns, oh, a bunch of random other cool stuff as well. So that's the plan for, for today. So I hope you guys uh, pull up a chair, hang out, and enjoy the show. We got uh, lots to talk about. But first, I want to start here on this 17th of January with a Q post. 
This guy is just, he's absolutely, he doesn't understand what Q-Posts are, and he doesn't understand, like, it's like a PSYOP and stuff, and, like, I've read, like, so many articles about Q-Posts, and he just keeps talking about them. I don't understand. Get used to it. March 12, 2019, I only ask you to listen to what I'm saying to you. You don't have to take it from the source. You don't have to decide anything. All I'm asking for you is for me to read the post, you to take it in, and process it and think about it a little bit. That's all I'm asking for. March 12th, 2019, at 13.55 Eastern, QPost 3038 came in. And it says this. Decide for yourself. Be free from outside opinion. Decide for yourself. Be objective in your own conclusions. Decide for yourself. Be true in your own beliefs. Decide for yourself. Be open to following the facts. Decide for yourself. Be strong in defending your beliefs. Decide for yourself. Be resilient to blindly accepting factless statements. Decide for yourself. Be free. Those who attack you, those who mock you, those who call you, those who control you, those who label you, do they represent you? Or do they represent themselves in some form? Mental enslavement. The Great Awakening. Freedom of thought. Was designed and created not only as a back channel to the public, away from the long-standing mind control and the corrupt and heavily biased media to endure future events through transparency and regeneration of individual thought, breaking the chains of groupthink, but more importantly, aid in the construction of a vehicle, a ship, that provides the scattered free thinkers a starter new social networking platform which allows for freedom of thought, expression, and patriotism, or national pride, the feeling of love and devotion, the sense of attachment to the homeland, and alliance with other citizens who share the same sentiment. When non-dogmatic information becomes free and transparent, it becomes a threat to those who attempt to control the narrative and or the stable. When you are awake, you stand outside of the stable, groupthink collective, and have free thought. Free thought is a philosophical viewpoint which holds that positions regarding truth should be formed on the basis of logic, reason, empiricism, rather than authority, tradition, revelation, or dogma. When you are awake, you are able to clearly see the choice is yours and yours alone. Trust and put your faith in yourself. You are not alone and you are not in the minority. Difficult truths will soon see the light of day. Where are we going? We go all Q. The problem in a community that is so well informed in a world that has so much information at their fingertips that has the ability to research any theory, any idea, anything they want, and be sent down rabbit holes to conclusions that 
if you believe that you have come to a truth conclusion based on what you found on Al Gore's internet, then you are not using free thought. That's all I'm going to say about this. I hope you guys are having a great day today. It's Tuesday the 17th. And yes, whenever I get a chance to fit a Q post in, get used to it. Because there is so much that has been misunderstood, misexplained, misrepresented, and and purposely uh, scandalized, I think is the right word I'm looking for, to the point where people completely miss the point of what Q is. And what I just read to you is what the whole point of my QAnon is. Happy Tuesday. It's great to see you guys out there today. Let me welcome you all into the show here today. Do me a favor when you get a moment. Don't, don't forget to bookmark the website, uncensoredave.com. It has everything you need to remind yourself about the show, how to get a hold of me, how to, if you want to help me keep the lights on, if you want to watch previous shows, the current show that's on, you can watch it. Just click live. Uh, watch right here. If you want to find my Telegram, True Social, Twitter, Gab links, all that good stuff at the top, the podcast is up there, as well as all of the live links, Monday through Friday, Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, Tiger Network, Facebook, and other places, I'm sure, is where you can find the show. I, I, I see that there are many um, restreaming my content for years now um, and not crediting me and making money off of it. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Help keep the lights on if you can. Cash at PayPal, Patreon, buy me a coffee. Those are how you can do that as well as your favorite donation system if you so choose if not the best thing you can do please is just share the stream out there with somebody grab the link out of your favorite platform hit the share link put it in your social media say hey come hang out i'd appreciate that much love i appreciate you guys out there but you can also go to mypillow.com backslash abe if you want to help support the show you can get yourself some cool stuff help support mike lindell who's been in the fight for election integrity from the beginning and a great patriot in his own right you can get yourself some cool stuff and help the show as well we appreciate them for reaching out to content creators like myself to help support us in any way possible Possible. Much love to them. Everyone over there at the foxhole.app is where pill.net has worked their way in. It's great to see you guys out there. Knock my socks off. First in the house, Polidius having fun with his cat. Good congratulations. Don't 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 have cats. It's really quite simple, Toria. Anyways, Gramps a lot. Who cares news? Thank you for the gold pills. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh Texas girls in the house. Much love, sis. I appreciate you. Average Joe Patriot, uh, a rather fun discussion last night. I appreciate that, bro. It was a lot of fun. Polly and others out there. Let's see, Two Rivers, uh, Khaleesi, a bunch of others. You love the show? I love you back. Thanks for being here. Everyone over there at that pill.net, you guys are a great group of people. I appreciate you all very much. Rumble crowd is usually the lurkers and listeners. J.D. Rich usually checks in to at least say, hello, I'm here. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. God bless you for being out there. Chris, uh, uh, Glenn, and many others out there on the Rumble crowd, do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button for me if you would. I appreciate you all very much. Thanks. Thank you for being here today. Twitch crowds always in the house. I missed a bunch of new followers. I'm up to remember when I was on Twitch and I was like, I almost have a hundred followers. That wasn't that long ago. Remember that? It was only like, I don't know. It wasn't that long. Ago. I have 1,371 followers on Twitch now. Wow, man. 1,300, dude. I'm, I'm making the big time. I'm a freaking rock star now. I'm, I'm beanie. Uh, let's see. Who else? Muff. Fat Conan, um, 
Battle Brothers, a bunch of other new files over there. I missed a bunch of you. Thank you guys over there on Twitch crowd. I appreciate you all very much. Thank you guys for being here today. And the DLive crowd as well. Steph and I with the new follow as well as Soul Flyer. And so they're still out there on DLive lurking and listening. And I appreciate you guys. If you haven't checked out Pill.net yet, you need to. It's the place to be. You know what I'm saying? All of us have worked our way over here. So I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, Toria. Uh, always a chance to say hello when I can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cool. Leezy's out there. Paulie's in the chat, um, as well as many others. Thanks for being here today, guys. All right, so beyond all of that, uh, a couple of just quick hits that I caught um, as I was going live here. So let's just start there real quick, and then uh, we'll get to whatever else I got lined up for today. So thanks for being here today, guys. Some interesting hangout stuff for you guys today. So here we go. We'll start here with Kevin McCarthy. I haven't heard this yet, but uh, something tells me it's going to be worth listening to. Uh, oh, this is the, uh, they wouldn't be allowed near classified information. Gotcha. Has everybody heard that sound boy? That was pretty hilarious. I'll go ahead and play it. If I can figure out how to get, uh, this unmuted here, that'd be great. Go ahead. Uh, I haven't actually heard the whole sound, but I've heard like bits and pieces of it. So let me go ahead and hear it here. Hold on. From the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee. And you're going to tell me other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. So would you like to give him a government clearance? You asked me questions about Santos. You asked the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. He had more information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? No, which you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept him on it? The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the Intel Committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. And they kept him on. That jeopardized all of us. So something tells me that this is going to be more of this, which is, I don't know. I just found it to be interesting that that's kind of the that's first soundbite that's out. The first thing we talked about anyways, lots of talk about Greg Phillips in truth and other places and lots of talk and talk and, and talk and talk and lots of fucking talk. It's just whatever, dude. All right. Whatever with all that shit. I focus on the information the rest of you can talk about whatever else you want to talk about. The Eugene U transcript was released yesterday, and Greg Phillips highlighted this. That has to do with the Eugene U um, lawsuit in L.A. that was dropped, and everyone's like, oh, she's fucking uh, screwing shit up again. There it goes. You know, people are just so just ridiculous with their stupidity. Anyways, let me just, let me just go with this, all right? Let me just show you what's in the transcript. Is that all right? Is that, is that cool? Can we look at the information here that's that's posted therein? And so that's what we're going to do. And that's what I did yesterday. Where, oh, fuck. Where did it go? Um, I had it right here, actually. Um, and what is in it, <sighs> you know, we're, we're so into the 24-hour news cycle that those of us who stay focused and are informed on this stuff, you know, we're you get you get so into the details of stuff and you're like okay well yeah i'm waiting still 
Remember when there was no such thing as conic servers connected to the internet when real-time monitoring via CISA, <clears throat> with real-time monitoring via CISA, including the feature to inject an algorithm via USB to manipulate the outcome of elections. What other bugs and features exist? They are finally going to inspect no such server. So while the mainstream media and everybody told us that there was no such thing as the internet connected with, or, you know, election systems connected to the internet. There was no such thing as all of those things. There was also no such things as Chinese information with DOD contracts. None of that stuff exists either. But in this lawsuit that is still out there, is still active, and as you guys know, waiting for the legal system to play itself out when you can't speak about a lot of things to affect the lawsuit makes it hard for people to just woo-saw, shut their fucking pie holes and listen for a little bit. No, we don't do that. We, we, we're constantly freaking nipping, 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 nipping. I want, no, 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 shut the fuck up. Man, it's just, it's like a bunch of fucking children out there on fucking truth sometimes, man. Seriously. It's fucking pathetic, really. They're going to be able to hire a third party's assistance in reproducing the remaining server information. So we did determine that we are not able to do it in-house. We have retained or at least reached an agreement with a third party that we feel very confident in that not only their ability to analyze the server, but do it right. The quote they got to give us $125,000. This same server that from the pit, I have a, this is just the one of the screenshots of server connections from this server huh pollworker.net pollchief.com pollcall.net conic.net conic.com petition ipetitioner.com go daddy and then votefordouglas.com county vote county uh websites nothing to fucking see here N nothing to see here at all right Proof of a Chinese connection to our internet connected voting system. Nothing to fucking see here. <laughs> the fucking children are just out of fucking control, man. It really is beyond pathetic at this point. Focus on the fucking information. Here is the script document. If you would like to actually read the document for yourself and look into it a little more and understand what the significance of it is, whether or not they actually find any proof of nefarious things on this said server, is that the point? Man, this just popped. I wanted to pop this up there for before I pivot into... Um, SpaceX, a couple other just things that just kind of popped up and then we'll talk a little bit about SpaceX and rocket technology here. Wall Street apes, pure evil. Bill Gates vows to pump MRAs into food supply. Say what now? What? Uh, what? 
Gates, who is not a doctor, is doubling down and taking it upon himself to vaccinate the world by stealth. According to the billionaire eugenicist, farm animals, including cows, pigs and chickens, have inadequate genetics. And the only way to fix those genetics is to vaccinate every farm animal in the world with new mRNA vaccines. Gates, who was divorced by his wife due to his close relationship with deceased paedophile Jeffrey Epstein, visited the University of Edinburgh's Langhill Farm to launch the school's Global Academy of Agriculture and Food Security. Rather than beating around the bush and obfuscating as he used to do before the COVID pandemic, Gates appeared comfortable bragging about pumping mRNA vaccines into farm animals destined for dinner plates. Well, the Gates Foundation has partnered with Diffid on a great number of things, and uh, among those are, are work we do together on livestock. Uh, helping animals survive, uh, either by having vaccines or better genetics, uh, helping them be more productive. It's making a big difference. Uh, you know, down in Ethiopia, seeing how chickens are out there uh, laying more eggs, getting more nutrition, uh, and even some small savings into the household. So uh, Edinburgh happens to be where a lot of the world's best work on this is done, and that's why uh, DFID and the Gates Foundation are, are funding scientists here. Gates is becoming increasingly arrogant and no longer feels any shame whatsoever about openly broadcasting his true intentions for the planet right in plain sight. Yeah, it's what they do. That is always what they do, no doubt about it. And then finally, one last little thing on, on you know, us crazy conspiracy theorists have no, no fucking clue what we're talking about. Doctor, these are two separate things here, overcounting deaths and overcounting hospitalizations. As you know, I cover this closely being in the Trump White House when this happened, I talked to a lot of health officials about this who are actually kind of skeptical of this claim that you're making. And I think one big thing has been, what is the evidence that these COVID deaths are actually being overcounted? Well, this is the reason why this kind of transparent reporting is going to be so important. There is a way for us to look at death certificates and also to look at the medical records of individuals prior to the death. And I think this needs to be separated into three categories. One is the um, the COVID as a direct contributor, the primary cause of death. The second is, could it be a secondary contributing cause? So, for example, somebody with kidney disease, COVID then pushes them over the edge to have kidney failure. That's COVID as a contributing cause. And then the third is COVID as an incidental finding. So somebody coming in with a gunshot wound or a heart attack and they happen to test positive. I think that we need to separate out and look at the percentages of each. That percentage would have shifted over time as well. In the beginning, probably a lot more people were dying with the primary cause of COVID. That probably has shifted. And I think, again, we need to understand this. Another reason to understand this, too, is a lot of people are wondering when they should get a booster next. When do we need a second booster or another booster? And the only way we can know for sure is to understand who is getting severely ill and when but doesn't that change who wow um the the angle that she took on that was not expected anyways um huh why would they overcount deaths though abe why i don't understand what what's the motivation for for labeling something as a covid death oh it, it wouldn't have anything to do with the government's kickback scheme to hospitals and pharmacies and everywhere else no that nothing nothing really to to do think to no 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 no. don't don't talk about that uh <laughs> let's see what else we got um toddler caught waving a gun 
Lots of talk about McCarthy out there. Good to see you guys all out there. Much love. Um, Dables in the news. I got some Dable stuff in the news today, too. We'll get to that later on. All right. Uh, let me keep it moving. Where was I going next? Oh, um, I'm going to save that for later. Let's talk about Rockets. Please, I don't, you y'all just ruin everything. I'm, I love freaking space exploration and uh, and that kind of stuff. Oops, swing and a miss. Um, we'll talk about the committee assignment stuff later. Um, this is the screen I want. So that I can play this for you, this is the SpaceX rocket launch. I'll just play it and in the background. And great news, Falcon Heavy, now in startup. We're now just waiting for the final call from the launch I'm not going to play director. all the audio for it, but I'll just play the first minute or two. Um, rocket technology is is uh, interesting how it's advanced since uh, And excellent news, all this. systems are go for launch of Falcon Heavy with USSF-67. U.S. Space Force Mission 67. T-minus 30 seconds. 67, huh? Launched uh, last night at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, SpaceX Falcon Heavy Rocket will launch the U.S. Space Force 67 mission for the U.S. Space Force. Mission will launch Space Force's second continuous broadcast augmenting SATCOM. Seven, six, five, four. Uh, let's see. Uh, Space Force's second continuous broadcast augmenting SATCOM or CBAS-2 communication satellite and long duration propulsive ESPA-3A or LDPE-3A rideshare satellite hosting multiple experimental payloads. Just reading what it says. For this launch, the Falcon Heavy's two-sided boosters will land on landing zone and landing zone one and landing zoning two at Cape Canaveral in Florida. The core stage will then be expended during this uh Double landing, you'll be able to see the boosters descend back towards the landing zones, like in the video below. And yeah, we'll watch. We're gonna watch it till the boosters land. It's about. I'll, I'll fast forward it here in a minute once it gets. Uh, once they, yeah. Um, did you know that you can buy a Banana Creek launch viewing area at the Apollo Saturn Five Center, three and a half miles, four miles from the launch. $250 plus tax. Those are available online in a full inclusive package. You can also do other packages as well. <laughs> um, so what is the continuous broadcast augmenting SATCOM or CBAS-2 and the ESPA? Well, the SATCOM, CBAS-2, that is the next generation, obviously, Department of Defense and SATCOM and the rest. And I'm not going to really talk too much about that um, because everybody knows what the next level um, encryption is. And so, you know, we'll just um, let them have fun with their encryption stuff. Um, so this is right where the uh, the boosters are getting ready to, to pop off here. Um, okay, so from there, but the interesting side of this is, is the future of propulsion. Um, 
so we're gonna get to a, a it's about a 10 minute video or so it's I, I think it's cool if you don't want to watch it it's fine but i think it's cool and interesting to watch um how they're doing the future of propulsion um and considering propulsion has been a problem um for uh well humans <laughs> for a long time and suddenly there seems to be a breakthrough in technologies again which is interesting um so yeah all right so there is the um the separation there you can see i'm gonna fast forward here a little bit of the side boosters touching down for landing it's pretty cool to watch them just kind of make themselves pump themselves back into earth's orbit or back the into Earth's atmosphere. are making their way back down to land. And the entry burns so for both they're... side boosters have now concluded. Now next up will be the final burn for each of these side boosters. That is the landing burn. It is just a single engine burn, the center E9 engine. Each one of these M1D engines have about 190,000 pounds of thrust. So that is enough to slow the vehicle down just in time for landing. And you could see the coast of Florida in the background. That boosters are transonic. Now that landing burn coming up here in just about 20 seconds or so. Landing burn will last about 20 seconds long. Again, we are scheduled to land on landing zone one and landing First zone two. Landing burn. And there are those landing burns have begun on the side boosters. So let's watch as they touch down. Stage two is on thermal guidance. Stage two FTS is saved. Booster landing leg deployed. shit's surreal dude i don't care i don't care who you are that shit's surreal right there <laughs> you're watching freaking rockets come back in from outer space just land right where they need to i don't know i think that shit's cool as hell dude i don't care what y'all say anyways um so the rest of the mission of course is uh in progress today there's another mission um that they have going today as well um, you know, SpaceX and Space Force have stepped up space operations and noticeably. So I love it. So if you don't like it, then don't, don't, don't just turn me off when I cover it because I love this kind of stuff, man. What's up, Rise? How you doing, brother? It's good to see you out there, man. Obal as well. So from there, then what's the, what's the future of, uh, of SpaceX technology or, or rocket propulsion? And what's this, uh, what are these satellites that they launched? I, th I think it's pretty interesting, so I want to talk about it a little bit. United Launch Alliance successfully launched two Air Force satellites aboard a Atlas V rocket from the launch complex at Cape Canaveral on April 14th. This is a different different uh, version of this, right? But just heads up. The uh, Air Force's dual payload mission included an experimental satellite bus known as the acronym EAGLE and a secretive communication satellite from the from the continuous broadband augmented SATCOM spacecraft, CBAS. The Air Force has kept the identity of CBAS, pronounced CBAS, under wraps until April 6th, even after acknowledging its, its existence. The service declined to identify for the contractor who built CBAS, but uh, only re released a short description of the spacecraft's mission. The mission of CBAS is to augment existing military satellite communication capabilities and broadcast military data continually through space-based satellite communication relay links. 
the Air Force's uh, Space and Missile System Center said in a release. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I would love to come see it, dude, for sure. <clears throat> the The lower position of the payload shroud attached to the aft of the Seabass sat the Evolved Expandable Launch Vehicle, EELV, Secondary Payload Adapter, and the Augmented Geosynchronous Laboratory Experiment Satellite, dubbed EAGLE. Developed by Orbital ATK for the Air Force Research Laboratory, Eagle is both a satellite and bus platform hosting a suite of other experimental payloads for the Department of Defense. Eagle's primary mission, and here I'll show you the I'll show you the picture of this thing now so you can get an idea of what we're talking about here. I just I don't know. I love this shit, so I studied a lot of this stuff uh, while I was in the Marine Corps. One of the payloads on board the Eagle is the Mycraft satellite, Mycroft satellite, named after the older brother of Sherlock Holmes. The Mycroft is a mini satellite designed to designed to deploy away from the Eagle, only to return within one kilometer of its parent spacecraft, a bot of a spacecraft, so to speak. From there. It will evaluate Eagle's surroundings using a space situational awareness camera and sensors to perform guidance, navigation, and control functions of the Eagle, according to the aircraft's Air Force's fact sheet. Together, Eagle and Mycroft help train operators and develop of tactics, techniques, and procedures during exercises or experiments to improve space warfighting, the fact sheet reads. Other experiments hosted on the Eagle will detect, identify, and analyze system threats such as man-made disturbances, space weather events, or collisions with small meteorites. Mycroft is a follow-up to the uh, Angels satellite, which was launched in 2014 and ended its mission in November. Angels was used by the Air Force to evaluate space-based threats and expand uh, techniques used to maneuver closer to specific objects on orbit. Satellites launched Saturday were part of the Air Force's multi-manifested uh, mission called Air Force Space Command 11. The Air Force declared the launch a success shortly after 2 p.m. So forth. Raytheon's uh, Infrared Image Space Experiment, IRIS-X, was also included in the launch. IRIS-X is an electro-optical instrument placed in geostationary orbit to test new concepts for persistent Earth viewing. Think, think about this for a second, okay? Just what, think about how good satellite technology is now about how, what you can see, uh, you know, uh, uh, an eye on, or someone's mouth talking from space. So what exactly is a experimental infrared imaging space experiment exactly? Well, IRIS-X will explore the applicability of advanced imaging and data processing techniques for the Department of Defense remote sensing applications. The results will be used to verify, validate, and update physics-based phenomenology models in order to advance the scientific knowledge underlying imaging techniques. Sounds like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. What I heard... <laughs> is the ability to see anything 
no matter what's blocking it. That's what infrared imaging is. But the interesting part of this Eagle and Minecraft thing of, of satellites moving around orbits. So you can imagine kind of in a way, it seems to me like space force command, like dudes sitting there maneuvering these satellites <clears throat> through. Yes, exactly. Spy satellites through areas to view whatever needs to be viewed at any given point for anywhere in space or on earth. So you get the idea of what I'm trying to talk about here. But the other side of this is this new propulsion technology, nine and a half minutes. I think it's worth your time. It talks about how the future of, of um, propulsion is here and the future of space travel really is here. And so is the trips to Mars in like no time flat. So let's check it out, dude. Here you go. chemical rockets. Seriously, exploding a bunch of hydrogen or kerosene is the best that we can do? Good news, there are other exotic science fiction sounding propulsion systems out there which use electromagnetic fields to accelerate atoms allowing their spacecraft to accelerate for months at a time. I'm talking about ion engines of course and several spacecraft have already used these exotic thrusters to perform some of the most amazing missions in the exploration of the solar system. I know, I know, chemical rockets seem really primitive. Take tons of liquid or solid fuel, light it on fire with an oxidizer, and then use the speed of the explosive gases to give you a kick in the opposite direction. Thanks, Newton's third law. But chemical rockets do the trick. Those gases do give a rocket the kick it needs to get into space. Because they bring their own oxidizer with them, they work in the atmosphere, and they work in the airlessness of space. The advantage of rockets is that they can deliver enormous amounts of energy in short periods of time. The kind of reaction you need to blast tons of cargo off Earth and into space. But they're incredibly inefficient. A 550 metric ton Falcon Heavy is carrying almost 400 tons of fuel and oxidizer. The first stage will only burn for 162 seconds and the second stage will fire for 397 seconds. That gives you a total burn time of about 9.5 minutes. Want to make some maneuvers? Want to accelerate for days, weeks, or even months? Too bad, you are out of fuel. Of course, these shortcomings from chemical rockets have led scientists to search for other forms of propulsion, especially when you're out in space. And one of the most successful so far is the ion thruster. When you're working out the rocket equation, an important factor is the velocity that you're ejecting your propellant. The most efficient chemical rocket can throw hot gases out the back at five kilometers per second. Ion engines, on the other hand, can eject individual atoms 90 kilometers a second. This high velocity gives the spacecraft a much more efficient acceleration. The best chemical rockets see a fuel efficiency of about 35% while ion engines see an efficiency of 90%. So how do ion thrusters work? It's actually pretty weird and totally sounds like science fiction. Instead of hot gases, ion thrusters eject ions, which are atoms or molecules which have an electrical charge because they've lost or gained an electron. In the case of an ion engine, they're emitting positively charged ions which have lost an electron. Once you've got ions, you can direct them with a magnetic field, accelerating them into space at tremendous speeds. 
So where do they get all the ions? The thrusters create them by generating a plasma inside the spacecraft, and they bombard neutral propellant atoms of some gas like xenon with electrons. These collisions release even more electrons from the propellant, turning them into positively charged ions. This plasma soup of electrons and positively charged ions has an overall neutral charge. The electrons are held in the chamber, leading to more ionizing events, while the positive ions are siphoned out through a grid at the end of the chamber. As they pass through this grid, high voltage accelerates them out the back of the spacecraft at speeds of up to 90 kilometers per second. For each ionized particle that the spacecraft can kick out, it gets a tiny kick in return. 90 kilometers per second? Turn. The whole system is powered by solar panels, so the spacecraft itself doesn't need to carry any kind of battery or power system, minimizing the total weight that it has to carry. The big problem is that the kick really is tiny. The thrust of ion engines is measured in millinewtons, like thousandths of a newton. Hold a piece of paper in your hand. That's the kind of forces involved but they can operate for days, weeks, even months, accelerating and accelerating long after chemical rockets would have run out of fuel. So if you're already out of the gravity well of a planet, they're very efficient engines for dramatic changes in velocity. NASA and other space agencies have actually used ion engines very successfully in a range of missions. They've been developing this thruster concept for decades, but were never willing to risk it on an active mission where a failure could end it. So NASA gathered up a bunch of these risky technologies and packaged them together as the Deep Space One mission, which launched in 1998. Deep Space One was equipped with 12 different technologies that NASA wanted to test out, including low power electronics, solar concentrator arrays, various scientific instruments, and a solar electric propulsion system. Its engine was run for enormous lengths of time, allowing it to make close observations of asteroids and comets, and even Mars. NASA doubled down on the technology of Deep Space One, giving its Dawn mission three redundant ion engines. These allowed the spacecraft to go into orbit around the asteroid Vesta, make observations, then break orbit and travel to asteroid Ceres and make even more observations. And it could still have fuel in the tank to visit even more asteroids. Just to give a sense of its acceleration, Dawn can go from zero to 100 kilometers per hour in four days of continuous thrusting. Ion thrusters were used to carry ESA's Smart One spacecraft from Earth orbit to lunar orbit and on the Japanese Hayabusa spacecraft. Ion engines have been tested here on Earth and successfully operated for more than five years continuously. With these successes, we're going to see even more spacecraft equipped with ion thrusters in the future. But ion thrusters themselves are getting more powerful and resourceful. I said that ion engines produce very little thrust, but there are some ideas to boost their output. The first is dramatically increase the amount of electricity that you're using to accelerate the ions. Instead of solar panels, NASA considered creating an ion engine powered by a nuclear reactor. About 15 years ago, NASA considered a mission known as the Jupiter Icy Moons Orbiter Mission, powered by the Nuclear Electric Xenon Ion System, or Nexus engine, the spacecraft would be capable of exploring each of Jupiter's icy large moons in sequence, Ganymede, Callisto, and Europa. 
The spacecraft would have been launched into orbit in three separate pieces, which would then be assembled in Earth orbit and launched off to Jupiter. The spacecraft would use its eight ion thrusters to study Callisto and then Ganymede for three months each and then settle into a final orbit around Europa. If conditions were right, it could even go into orbit around Io. Of course, we don't get to have nice things and the mission was canceled back in 2005. There are other ways ion thrusters can be scaled up. NASA is testing a high thrust version of ion engines known as the X3 Hall thruster. This engine is capable of blasting out ions and produces 5.4 newtons of force. Again, not much, but remember that previous thrusters top out in the thousands of newtons. At the highest levels, this could be the technology that will carry human astronauts to Mars, cutting down the flight times to just a few months. Engineers are planning to run the X3 for 100-hour tests this year to see if it has the same kind of long-term operation as the smaller ion engines. The coolest idea I've heard recently for ion engines is the idea of an air-breathing engine under development by the European Space Agency. Instead of carrying any propellant at all, engineers at ESA demonstrated that a spacecraft in low Earth orbit should be able to pull in molecules of air right from the atmosphere and then ionize them and blast them back out. Since the spacecraft would be using unlimited solar electricity for power and pulling its propellant from the atmosphere, it could operate without refueling essentially forever. Spacecraft could operate at lower altitudes and space stations could remain in low Earth orbit indefinitely without needing to be reboosted. It's gonna be a real game changer. And not only Earth, this technology could be used on Mars or Venus or Titan, anywhere with an atmosphere. Ion engines have already made an impact on space exploration, and in the next few years, we're going to see more missions equipped with them. They can even be the engines that carry human astronauts from Earth to Mars in the coming decades. What do you think about ion engines? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. What do you think? Once a week. I find it to be really, really, really interesting in the future of, you know, propulsion and extremely fast low earth objects, UFOs flying and doing maneuvers that nobody else can do. Hmm. I don't know. I find it to be interesting very much. And of course, you know, there is... There are so many people who are, have done so much great digging on the internet that they've come to conclusions that everything that I just saw right there is completely rubbish, hogwash. It's all nothing to see here because we have been, the secrets of the world have been cut from us. And I, because I have done the digging that nobody else has done, I have the true answers of our universe that nobody else has. And if you would just listen to my presentation about why I have all of the answers to the universe that nobody else has, well, then I can explain it to you. As if nobody else has done those digs on th other the alternative theories about our worlds. And that's why I led the show off with think for yourself. Mental enslavement. Decide for yourself. I don't need you to convince me of your opinions on digs that I have done and others have done too. We all have done the digs. 
There's no need for you to try to convince people that you have it all figured out and you are the smartest person in the room with regards to space technology and everybody else is morons. Yes, please. Find your way to some other moron who wants to talk about Flat Earth. Thank you. DOE announces $2.3 million for public-private partnerships to advance fusion energy. U.S. Department of Energy today announced this is uh, today. A $2.3 million in funding for 10 projects that will pair private industry with the Department of Energy's national laboratories to overcome challenges in fusion energy development in the area of research and captivated that captivated global attention in December when the, the department announced that a team at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory that we uh, discussed here had achieved fusion ignition. Ignition in which more energy was derived from fusion <clears throat> than was put into it, <clears throat> had, i.e. creating the sun, <laughs> had never been accomplished before in a laboratory setting and raises hopes that fusion energy could play a major role as we transition to clean energy. And indeed... <laughs> And indeed, we were elated when the team at Livermore delivered the news that they had achieved fusion ignition, and we knew that it was just the beginning, said Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm. The company and DOE scientists will build on advances from the national labs with the entrepreneurial spirit of the private sector to advance our understanding of fusion. And indeed, fusion technology is here, and the future of clean energy forever is fusion nuclear fusion energy and the future of space travel i.e think about the engine that we just talked about for those of you that did that i didn't bore out enough to not even want to listen to what i was trying to show there you guys know i always have a different purpose here um, if the future of advanced fusion energy is here and you can put those in spacecraft and other do other things, then what is the future of travel, space travel, time travel, and the rest? Those, the, these kind of discoveries open those doors. That's why this is interesting because when you start to see the use of low earth atmosphere ions used to power advanced um, technology that travels 90 miles or kilometers a minute <clears throat> or 90 kilometers a second. Is that what that was? Yeah, 90 kilometers a second in space. So not necessarily in low earth orbit, but you see my point. The propulsion from alien technology is my point and it is being exposed so i mean to me that's a different that's that's a different exposure isn't it a different um d-class if fusion is here then the then the bigger picture of things are also here in my opinion anyways that's my that's my take on it that's why i wanted to waste some time on it because everybody's talking about the same shit today and I didn't really feel like talking about the same shit today. So I tried to find something different. Is that cool? Jeez. Ah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are so hard on me. Oh, if you only understood the theory behind flat earth, let me explain. Obviously you don't understand it. 
and I need, I need, I, I want to help. I want to help you understand why you're misguided. See, that, that's all I'm trying to do here. My, my purpose here is, is really to help you. My understanding of things is much more advanced than everybody else's. If you, if you could just listen to what I have to say, I'll, I'll explain it to you. You obviously are not smart enough to understand these things. You just, you just need to understand. You're just a dumb meathead that's just so like misguided by God and Q and, and God and Q. Like, stop talking about Q. Like, what are you, you're just so mis, if I could just, if you, if I could just explain, I always want to help you. You're obviously too stupid to understand these bigger picture things. I just want to, I want to understand your, your plight and help guide you away from this free thought that you have. How y'all doing out there? Hi, how are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, if 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 I could just help explain things to you, so you could understand. You're just you're obviously not understanding this God thing. You just gee, you know. It's, it's obvious that religions have been corrupted, so why are you talking about God? Jeez. I feel so judged. <laughs> I love you. I love y'all. What time is it? It's already freaking the top of the hour, man. It's already the top of the hour. How are you guys out there today? <laughs> Hello, Lady Cat. How are you? Uh, Bill Cooper's in the house as well as, let's see, who else is out there? Francis is out there looking and listening. A bunch of others on Twitch out there hanging out today. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love. Rumble Cloud's out there as well. I see I see you guys all out there lurking and listening today. I appreciate you all being out there. Helios is out there. How are you? Uh, JD Rich as well as many others. Thanks for being here today, guys. Pill Crowd, how are you? Are you anything? At, yeah? You good on that? All right, cool, cool. How are you, Sloan? Thanks for being here today. I appreciate you all. All right. You know what? Let me just, uh, what do I got? What am I doing here? J6. Uh, we're going to do that at the top of the hour. Um, I have, um, I think it's just uh, collated footage that hasn't been released or is re being re-released in more collated fashion. I'm going to spend as much time as I can on that here in just a moment. Uh, on the, I, I've been energy heavy today. If you haven't noticed energy and um, that kind of discussion heavy today, because all of these solutions are here. If, uh, if these freaking morons would just get the fuck out of the way, you know, this whole uh, petrol dollar thing. Um, so <laughs> uh, careful what you wish for Abe. natural gas is starting to flow again at Freeport LNG's long shut export plant down in Texas. Uh, this is good news for the world and us. Um, this is, uh, Liquefy gas at the export terminal in Texas's Gulf Coast could be nearing um, 
as uh, the pipeline started flowing to the facility, started rec- receiving natural gas over the weekend. Um, it began flowing to Freeport, could reach 69 million cubic feet per day. The source told Reuters that Freeport natural gas flows in December maintain a flare system. Da-da-da-da. Let's see here. Where's the point that I was trying to get to here? Oh, yeah. This. The Freeport LNG officials are still sticking with their target of resuming production in the second half of the month. The export facility was shuttered after an explosion on June 8th, 2022. The news is fake. The war is real. June 8th, 2022, and this plant is just now getting um, fired back up. So, you know, we tried to talk about this when this when this happened, and it seemed like the mainstream media just completely ignored that there was, there was, this was obviously a terror attack of some kind or a, a um, domestic attack of some kind. And the mainstream media completely ignored the explosion at the Freeport LNG plant down in Texas in June of last year. And that plant now getting fired back up. That was kind of the energy discussions that I had. We're on a J6 at the top of the hour. So, yes, that is the major export facility as well, indeed. You are correct, sir. Uh, let's see. What else is out here, Foxhole fam? You guys still here listening a little bit? Uh, top of the hours working their way in, so the crowd should start working their way in here today, hopefully. Great crowd over on Rumble. Thanks, guys, for being. I'm just going to keep it moving here today. I see you guys all working your way in. Um, how, though, even NASA does not know. Yeah, again, like the all of the information surrounding space has been one of the most uh, disinformation operations ever launched, right? And if we don't, if we are free thinkers and open thought minded. We are open thought minded to the idea that everything in outer space is just as corrupted as the information that we have seen everywhere else. And so coming to conclusions on things regarding space, in my opinion, is missing the idea of opening your mind to possibilities that we may not even understand yet. And that's where I try to live in. I try to live and I have no fucking clue what the truth is out there. I present you information and interesting information and take it for what it's worth. That's my goal. Anyways, because there have been plenty over the last four years who have, have given me all kinds of lectures about flat earth and everything else. Every theory under the book. It's not as if I haven't done the digs. I'm just not informed on the information. If I could just help inform you, then maybe then you would... Be more like the rest of us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My sister's out there having fun. Much love. Good to see you guys out there today. And everybody else as well today. Um, All right. We have new body-worn camera footage from January 6th supports the calls for release of all of the video. We're going to start there with Julie Kelly's article from yesterday. And then from there, we have projects.propublica.org. What Parler saw during the attack on the Capitol. Now, this is a a summary, I think, of, you know, including timeline of all of the video from that day. So obviously you could spend a whole lot of time. And so we're going to scan through it and take some time on that for the second half. Probably I'm going to spend as much time on on that as I can. I have uh, Joe Biden's tax returns 
uh, if, you, if you have already heard the summaries of that, but I want to show you something interesting on that as well. And then from there, just like a news blitz uh, to finish it up. So that's the plan for the second half today, guys. I hope all is well. Thanks for joining me here today, and thanks for spreading the word about what we're trying to do here today. I missed a bunch of your guys' gold pills while we was I was doing all that stuff. Paulie dropped a ship on me. I took some photos from Marcel's that that look over the curve. Ah, nice, man. That's cool. Um, Sloan TV's out there for the cookie. Thank you very much. Who cares? Dropping a cookie on me as well. Um, Rise Attire, nice hoodie, dude. Yes, thank you, Rise Attire, for the shades or for the uh, for the threads, my friend. I'm look, looking good. I'm feeling good in this. Uh, it's it's this thing is sweet, dude. Thank you, thank you so much for being for. Uh, that's very kind of you, bro. Uh, Paulie, Sean, Joe, creative writer. Who cares? As well. Thanks, guys, for the gold pills out there today. 24.45 already through the first hour. Thanks, guys. You're all amazing, dude. I appreciate you all very, very much. Oh, God. All right. Um, next. <laughs> next. What do we have? We have Julie Kelly's article. All right, here we go. Let's see here. Yesterday, the American people deserve the unvarnished truth, not the Capitol Police version of the events. I agree, and I got a feeling that this footage is going to be working its way out here. That's why you're starting to see this be talked about already. Uh, Body-worn camera footage obtained by American Greatness of D.C. Metropolitan Police Officer on duty January 6th shows the chaos unfolding in real time that day and how law enforcement's response to the protest led to the rising tension and deadly violence. Officer... Terrence Craig, the 11-year veteran of the force, testified last week in criminal trial of Richard Barnett, the Arkansas man notoriously photographed with his feet on the desk of then Nancy Pelosi. Um, nearly two and a half hours of the video was captured by Craig's body-worn camera, providing an uninterrupted and shocking view of what happened inside and outside the building. Never-before-seen interactions with police and protesters bolster demands by House Republicans to release all surveillance video recorded by Capitol security cameras on January 6th. Here is that video. Holy shnikes, it's two and a half hours. firing those canisters into the crowd right there yeah inciting the crowd right there
There's that tower guy. interesting there's already a bunch in there there's already a crowd in here and like right before that watch this top left here you see a bunch you see them all start to stream in
I'll lower the sound, sorry. See how that that happened right there? All it took was just a couple of people. Just a couple of people to incite some shit right there, and it starts to get heated. Yeah. 
I fought for this fucking country. There's a reason you can stand here. Did you? People that fought for this country. Did you? No, you didn't. There's police in the gun. Stop! You don't know how to behind that. No, neither. Okay,
all about crowd for us, all right, guys? Step one to the back, kick the turn three, relax, and we're going to cycle out, cycle out. Where do y'all come from? Hey, where y'all come from? Oh, okay, copy that. How's the They're whole, y'all always are coming through. Yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> mute that for a sec. That's even getting annoying for me now. Uh, I, I do want to see this section here um, real quick, and then I'll go to the other stuff that we have <clears throat> for the footage that I ha that uh, ProPublica has. Uh, that's kind of the plan for the second half. I'm just going to kind of inspect these different videos and go through them all. So thanks for hanging out with me today, guys. I appreciate you all very much for being out there. <clears throat> much love to you all. Ugh.
Huh. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Ready to rock and roll. Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll indeed. Um, as you can see. Got that collapsible baton going, stuff like that. Um, all right. Um, let me keep moving here with the video. This is from projects.propublica.org. What Parler saw during the attack on the Capitol. ProPublica is a nonprofit, supporters of President Trump, so forth, so on, about right, this, that. Okay. Um, so it has a timeline of events. Uh, for video from, you know, the very beginning, and then you can go through up until, you know, just pick a time basically. So let's just kick it off with the very first video in the scene here and let's see what they got. Supposedly this is a culmination of everything that they've found. Um, you can go around DC near the Capitol and inside the Capitol uh, during our, uh, all of this time as well. So we'll, we'll start off with around DC and see what they have there. What's up fam? Good to see you out there. What's up following everyone else. Great to see you guys out there today. That's an interesting perspective there for sure as well. Uh, let's see this one. Let's see this video. Oh, 
We got to get the capital at one o'clock, huh? Look, there's a lot of people behind. Look at this. It doesn't like it when I do that. <clears throat> That's the second time I've lost my spot because I tried to do something <laughs> figures. Uh, let me go back. Where the hell was I? <clears throat> what are you guys thinking? You guys, um, some interesting uh, perspectives and shit, right? Stuff that you have, I've never seen before, sh for sure. There's, there's this one.
fuck? Nice. <laughs> There's Washington crossing the proverbial Delaware. Here's a video you've never, definitely never seen before. Uh, no, wow. Uh, let's see. This is all still around D.C., so I'm just going to go through the timeline around, then we'll go near Capitol, then we'll go inside Capitol. Um, they don't care about us. They will protect the black lives They will protect who did you could you hear that? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. They will protect you. 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 I can't I can't hear what that is. If you can hear what name that is, let me know. Georgia State House is in the hands of we the people, he says. There's one of your guys right there. <clears throat> that guy is glowing like you'd never want to believe. And poof. Fuck. It won't let me expand it. Every time I try to make it bigger, it's... Georgia State House is in the hands of we the people. If you have not... Yes, the Capitol is ours, and it has been for a while. They are not using tear gas. They are not using rubber bullets right now. Hold on, I'm keeping this one. <laughs> uh, stand by one. Uh, so let me see here. Let me, let me, let me, let me take a little look here. Hey, let, let me see this guy. Hey, this, this guy over here. Let's let's take a look at this guy over here. He's got Roberts, Swalwell, Muller, Comey, Paul Ryan, Cocaine Mitch, uh, traders, and his that's what he's holding up. Right now, they were earlier, but right now they are not. 
I can look right up there and see 50 cops. I can see them sitting right over there. They're not doing anything. They're sta standing in the ground. If you get close to these law enforcement officers, please ask them to obey their oath to the Constitution. Died. A guy to my right got hit with a, a cartridge, one of the um, tear gas cartridges, and he had a black man off the nose, and we took him to the hospital. It was really rough. The first wave was really rough. They've calmed down now because they've given up because we're inside, and they know they can't fight us, you know. But um, but that first wave, they were afraid of us, and they were they were prepared to fight back. But it, it quickly became obvious that there wasn't anything they could, the police could do. There were just too many of us, you know. And then, then when they when they tear gassed us about the third and fifth the, the, the wind turned and it blew the tear gas the into the face also. of the officer, yeah. the, the, the Capitol Police. And then they turned and ran up the stairs. And when they ran up the stairs, then the crowd removed the barricade that was down here. And that's how they got out into the building. That's how they got so, so So let me, let me, let me understand that correctly. <laughs> The Capitol Police fired tear gas into the crowd, but the wind blew it back at them and they had to retreat? Is that what I just heard? <laughs> fucking seriously? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Holy shit, dude. And people say this through. I mean, it's been reported to me, and there's a confrontation. And I'm, I'm just asking you, you get close to these LEOs, these law enforcement officers, you ask them to obey their oath to the Constitution. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one there. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we're almost at our hotel. Oh, we've right. been gone for a while. Um, we started leaving right as Trump was finishing. So we have no idea what happened at the Capitol, but I'm gonna tell you my impression based on what I saw today. There were several infiltrations from Antifa dressed up as MAGA. I believe that is who has stormed the Capitol. That's what's going on. This was all set up. It was set up to make us all look bad. It is not patriots. Okay, everybody. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll go ahead and download that one too. Sure, I'm sure if uh, the January 6th committee, you know, actually wanted to hear these things, wouldn't that be amazing? Got tear gas up at the top of the Capitol. So I'm just letting my eyes water. All my makeup is off. I'm going to have to trash my contacts when we get back, but. Julie, what do you look like? Oh, I didn't have any Oh, yeah, she looks fine. Anyway, it was military grade uh, tear gas. Is that what it was, tear gas? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're okay.
with MAGA Hulk, shout out to Kick, Dave, MAGA Pit, and I just see right now Joe Biden finally came out. He came out of his uh, his basement to say, "Oh, he's fed Trump to the, demand Trump to say something to his extremist supporters." Like, let me tell you something, because they're gonna lie on MSN like they always do. Trump supporters. American citizens, we have the right to walk into this to the Capitol because that's our capital. That's not the politicians' capital. That's ours. And you, and you know what happened? <laughs> and you know what happened? The police, their Gestapo, came and stopped people from going into the building that is theirs. That's what happened. So as they as they as they twist the what happened into this crazy extremist stuff, no, we have the right to go in there. We did. with MAGA Hulk this but people need to go to jail and they're gonna need to lock people up I've seen it firsthand See, tooth and nail put everything on the line to make sure this country never becomes that and so if it does you know it does but I've seen it firsthand I've seen it firsthand you're not gonna tell me anything now that MSN said or any of these CNN because they're waiting to do this but people need to go to jail and they're gonna need to lock people up for, for insinuating, for not insinuating, for in, inciting this fraud, this fraud against the people. We see it. They did it last night. Now there's nothing to see here. It's crazy, man. But you know what? I'm so worry about that. We'll just sit here and continue to watch how even in the city, the nation's capital, we got homeless tents out here. Like it's just, oh, just another way of life. Yeah. Look how screwed our our priorities are. Amen to that. Hell yeah. All right. In the interest of time, we got about 15 minutes left. Let's uh, check the video near the Capitol. The first video that shows up of info near the Capitol is this. Um, muted. Um, I have left open to the idea that Pence has been a problem since the beginning. Yes, I have. But what I have tried to say is the arguments that Mike Pence has the unilateral ability to send the electors back to the states because he decides is and has always been garbage. I don't care what President Trump says. That is not in the Constitution. And all of the criticisms of Mike Pence therein have all been garbage. So therefore, I have simply argued to the points of the criticisms of Mike Pence not to the person himself. I leave that for others to play their, I got it figured out who's a traitor and who's not stuff. I'm not interested in that game. I simply look into the arguments and the idea that the vice president of the United States has the unilateral ability to send electors back to the states is not in the constitution, is not in electoral law, and is nowhere in constitutional law. With that said, we shall continue to move on from here. Much love. Thanks for being here today, guys. That guy's definitely MAGA. 
That dude's definitely a a MAGA type person right there for sure. All right, so that's the first one. Uh, let's see, the second one. We storm in the Capitol. Man, you're annoying, whoever that is. This is 12 p.m. Eastern for, for timestamp purposes. This is 12 p.m. Eastern. Around D.C. at 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, this is 1249. This is 12 Eastern around the Capitol. We're supposed to be at the Capitol and he's still talking. Interesting, right? All right. So near the Capitol, that is the second video is 12 Eastern. And that is this one here. All right, so that's the second video from the Capitol. This is the third um, in the timeline of it. This is this would be twelve fifty nine. There's scaffolding guy there. He's freaking idiot here. Oh, 
This is hammer time. Do you hear that? That's a that's a key word. That's a that's a signal right there. Is what that was. Um, and then you hear the crowd instantly around them start to to, to raise the temperature. That is not an accident. So that's the third. Let's let's see the next couple here. I'll try to move it a little quicker here through these. Um, just the first ones I wanted to take a little more time on. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Just based on timeline wise, uh, here is you know fourth or fifth here. pretty much the fun of it all for sure holy crap that's loud well let's see here what time is it man it's already six damn dude uh let's see um there's a lot here i'll get this link out there to you guys here real quick and then uh you guys can take a look i'm sure there is much more than this out there you know, um, I'm not sure how much of all of this. I'm sure a big part of this is what hasn't been released uh, for sure. But um, Let me see uh, Inside Capital here. Here's uh, one of the first Inside Capital ones.
was not the smartest decision that dude's ever made. How fuck are you in there? All right, what time we got? It's uh six o'clock already. Um let me get this link out there to you guys um, real quick. I'll just go a quick, uh, just a couple of minutes over here real quick and uh, cover the rest of the stuff I got for you guys here today. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Uh, just kind of going through this this uh, footage live with you guys to see what I can find out there. I appreciate you all being out there very much today. Thank you for being here, as you always are, for the different perspectives, the ideas, debates, topics, different ways of looking at things that are not just the way everybody else tells you to. That is my goal, is to present information to make you think about it a little bit differently than other people can. Hopefully we do that. I appreciate you all very much. Thank you all for being here today. Uh, just real quick here, there's the link out there. Did I, get, did I get it on all platforms? I'm pretty sure I got you all out there. Yeah, you should be good. I'll drop that out there on my social media after the show as well. Uh, last couple of things. Dark side of Davos revealed as global elite bookings for sex workers soar. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, business tycoons and world leaders lining up their hotel rooms with... Of course, sex workers. Of course. What else is new out there? Joe Biden's tax returns are out here. You want to see them? They're right here. Uh, the amazing part is his jump from, from income is very interesting. There's also something very interesting. This Giacopo Corporation, this S Corporation from Jill Biden's income, just, you know, ordinary income of uh, 500, of a loss of $557,000 through this S Corporation pass-through. 
That's pretty interesting because, well, Joe Biden uses this tax strategy to trim his tax bill, and you can too, as written by Darla Mercado on August 6, 2019. Former Vice President and his wife reported close to $10 million in income on 2017 for their two S corporations, Celtic Capri and Giacopa. The entities reported $3.2 million in income in 2018. The S Corp employee shareholders can collect a salary, which is subject to payroll taxes. They also receive a distribution, which is deemed a Tax-free reduction of basis. Business owners are subject to a self-employment tax of 12.4% for Social Security and 12.9% for Medicare. This nifty little trick can be used even by you to lower your tax burden and find ways to money launder money from, you know, China through S corporations in your wife's name in the guise of book fees, speaking fees, and other things. And then you can pay yourself tax-free using taxpayer dollars. What a great concept. What an amazing idea, Joe Biden. I would wonder if more people want to look into your tax strategy and see how others can use it to better their or lessen their tax burden on themselves. Construction at the more Moraleos Dam can schedule to begin. Remember seeing the pictures a couple weeks ago of all of the uh, shipping containers being removed from Yuma, Arizona? Well, now they're building the fence there. So there's the full story on that. It's due to have completion in summer of 2023. And the DHS, along with the Border Patrol, has begun... Uh, uh, new fence construction today in the Yuma sector. That's right. Vietnam president resigning amid major anti-graft purge. And Vietnam president Gwyn Wan Phuc has resigned. Well, fuck. There goes another one. Um, an intelligence website, Greg Phillips hopping this one out there today. An intelligence website used by uh, law enforcement was defaced an apparent hack by Jenny Goldsberry in today's Washington Examiner, an intelligence website that provides apps and facial recognition technologies was hacked by law enforcement on Sunday or used by law enforcement was hacked on Sunday. The Odin intelligence took a completely different look on the homepage of its website just before it was taken down. Asterisk spelled out the acronym ACAB known as all cops are bitches. Hmm. Below a caption clarified it directly at all cyber cops. No nations, no borders, the caption went on to read. We are all illegal. The hacker's message went on to claim that all data and backups have been shredded. Hmm. Interesting. Very, very interesting story highlighted by Greg Phillips today. Uh, I'll get the gold pills. I'll go ahead and get the scratching out there for you guys today. Thanks very much for hanging out with me today. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back here tomorrow for another edition. Interesting news that you need to hear. Different perspectives, different ideas of looking at things. That's what we try to do. I'm not interested in group thinking my way through anything. JC Bird, Bitch Toria, Pauly, Sloan TV, who cares? Rise Attire, Pauly, Sean Joe, and the rest of you guys over there on the foxhole.app. Appreciate you guys. Pill.net. Much love to you all. Thanks for being here today. Uh, last couple of things here. Uh, Financial Crime Watch. Former EU lawmaker agrees to tell prosecutors about bribes and Qatar scandal. UK watchdog finds AI Ryan Bank over AML concerns. I don't know. Last couple of things in FCCED today. Nothing really 
major in there. Looking at the Department of Just Us to see if they figure out how to do justice. Doesn't look like it. Eye surgery practice pays a million dollars to end discriminatory packet practices. Military contractor pleads guilty to bid rigging. What else is new? And physician con convicted for misappropriating $250,000 in COVID-19 relief funds. And that, my friend, is your Department of Justice, a Texas military contractor conspired with others to rig bids on certain government contracts from May 13th to January uh, 2018 and a false impression of competition performed at the Red River Army Depot in Texarkana, Texas, refurbishing armor kits for military trucks and Humvees. Interesting. <clears throat> John Mark Leverett pled guilty in July 2022. Everybody else does it. I don't understand why this guy got busted for it. But anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for giving Frank the, goal, the, the love yesterday. Uh, that was a fun discussion and a very interesting one as well. And with that, I want to say thank you all for being here today. We'll be back here tomorrow for another edition. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Be back, back here tomorrow. Have a great evening. See you guys wherever. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.